Jesse is a friend Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine But lately something's changed It ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl And I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving with that body I just know it And he's holding her I'm feeling Jesse's girl And this is Stuck in the 80s I'm your host, co-host, Steve Spears and I am Gina Vivanello, columnist for TBT, and we have a very, very, <laughs> very special guest here today. I can't believe we scored this guy. This is Sean Daly, yeah, <laughs> St. Petersburg Times pop music more. critic, yeah, and just, a huge Spring, Springfield fan, apparently. Yeah, I, I, let me just say that in our house, collectively in our house, that the mood is affected more by uh, Rick Springfield than by Bruce Springsteen. Wow. Yeah. And also, let me say... Give a shout out to you guys. It was a, it was a dark, stormy night the other night, and I was neglecting my family, and and I was on iTunes, and I, I downloaded or whatever it's called the uh, Stuck in the Eighties uh, pod, Valley Girl podcast. Was it Valley Girl one. Yeah, on the on it's iTunes, the and you guys sounded you. <laughs> you guys sounded so sexy, and yeah. I'm not saying that that was the reason why I was listening to no. it. It's just my boxer shorts, but let me just say <laughs> that it enhanced the mood. So everybody, go check them out on iTunes. They sound dynamite, and yes, Gina mm. is that sexy. Yeah. So thank you. We wanted to have you for the Valley Girl podcast, but you weaseled out on us. I had the Stones that night. That's right. I had to get ready for the great. Stones. I had to bring my A game. I couldn't, I I couldn't use that. all my good singers here. There's a couple podcasts that Sean is not on. Were you able to listen to any with yourself on them? Did you sound sexier? No, believe it or not, the only one I did find Could on you there, sound when, sexier I, when I searched for Stuck question. in the 80s, the only one I found was the Valley Girl one. It only shows hmm. you the most recent one. Yeah, oh. really? And then if you subscribe, you get them all. Is that right. what it is? So. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're real so. pros on on the inner workings of iTunes. Yeah. And the, well, I'm hoping I can get on one because I, you know, I, I often mention my 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 girl my first girlfriend Molly Sherman. Hi Molly. And I'm, hi Molly. Molly. And I'm hoping that somewhere again. Molly one is out there listening, and two that she is, you know. Brave enough to admit that we did in fact date, and she'd like to hunt me down. Or not hunt me is. down, but yeah. call me or I both. I don't think whatever. you're just being out there. I think of her as being with us we're all the time <laughs> yeah. in spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so geez. today we're here to talk about uh, the genius that is Rick, Rick Springfield. Springfield, and there's a reason. We're not just arbitrarily like usual. Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. If you guys don't know it by now, if you're not been reading our blog. Which you can find at Steve. Do you want to tell him how to find the blog, the Stuck in the Eighties blog? You sprung that on me. I wasn't even ready for it. I'm sorry. Well, you're all you know. <laughs> you're all webby webby. That's not nice. I really feel bad. Not physically. Well, <laughs> come on. I mean, you know. Tell okay, them. Okay. Tell, them what, tell the kids where they can Stop. find. Tell the viewers at home, Steve. If you'd like to write on our blog, <laughs> please go to www.tampabay.com slash blog slash 80s. That's yeah. kind of what you sound like on iTunes. I'm getting a Very little sexy. stimulated. Yeah, again. don't um, forget Sean's blog because Sean's got a killer blog too. You want to tell him where to find Sean's blog? www.sptimes.com slash blogs slash pop music. Okay. I write about Donald Pleasance today and the Halloween theme oh, song. I haven't read that yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's very scary. I was going to like download on my on my iPod the Halloween theme. But I got freaked out. Anyway, sorry, Rick Springfield. Back to Rick. Gina, take the it away. The reason we're talking about Rick Springfield today is because, as it says on our blog, Rick Springfield is returning to Port Charles <laughs> General Hospital. Yes, Dr. Noah Drake is back on the staff at General Hospital after uh, 20 years or so. 25. Um he is going to be back on the on the show December second, I believe. Is that the right, right date? And um, playing his old character, Doctor Noah Drake. 
um, which he started on the show 1981, I believe, to 1983. And he was hunky Dr. Noah Drake, very young, sexy doctor on staff, made all of my middle school friends um, heart swoons, particularly my, my best friend in middle school, Jonna McCune. Hi, Jonna. Um, Rick's going to be back, Dr. Noah Drake. You, so, you didn't watch the show? Oh, yeah, I did. Are you kidding? That's when it was really cool to watch it, though. That Those were the years with Luke and Laura and everybody, um, Blackie, a.k.a. John oh, Stamos, right. came on the show around that time. That. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I did not watch General Hospital. I was a Y&H guy. Anybody young and the restless? Cr- oh. Cricket, shout out to Cricket. You know, um, Bell. Jay but- Maskus from Dinosaur Jr. Was a, is a hardcore All My Children fan. So it's not uncool for guys no, to watch soap operas. But my question Very for cool. you is, when Noah Drake was on General Hospital, he probably had a... a uh, you know, love interest is she still or any of those people that he had a love interest with 25 years ago still on the show um i don't know the one of the the doctors um who's needing him to come back to the show the storyline scorpio um yeah robin dr scorpio. robin scorpio i think she may have dated him on the show but my memory is a little rusty from who his big love interests were back then if we could have people um call in Sure. Or I'd blog like that. or I'd whatever. Like to ask what the number is because I, I won't ask you the number right now. But um, people <laughs> want to blog, blog and refresh my memory. Who who did Doctor Noah Drake? Um, did he bring ever? Town? Did he ever um, couple with Laura of Luke and Laura? Fame? No, 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 no. Did you ever think Laura oh, no. was that hot? No, I thought she was kind of wussy. Well, I'll you tell know, you, Luke was I, not I, hot. I don't know. He had, he. Uh, I don't know. I'm Why like they were such a I'm hot like, couple? Because they Luke were, had the whole Andre Agassi hairdo thing going yeah. too. Kinda. No, vague he had it was a vague mullet, scary, right? Was weird that? hair. No, it wasn't a mullet. It was really curly and gross and weird. They and weren't the best looking no, people you've ever really. seen. On not so much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. No, I did but like. They had um, each other. Do you like yeah. the song? Look at that. Think of Laura. Did Thank you like that? Lord. No, I like the General Hospital song. I can't wait until we do our Christopher Cross stuff. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's gonna be a magical. <laughs> I'll be by myself. We'll be setting some candles to set the mood. But I have that. Let's let's for those who don't know, Focus. for people who think that Rick Springfield was just some guy in a soap opera that started to record some songs. That's not true. He is, His recording career went back, even back into the 60s, right. from what I dug up. And, you know, he's actually Australian. So when we saw him on General Hospital, he was, um, like, I guess he was, like, faking. And, uh, nope. Uh, he hired you know. a uh, vocal coach. Oh, okay. Back when he first got into acting to uh, wipe the wipe accent the, away. Wipe that Aussie accent away. I wonder if he can still do it, though, if he wanted to. Like, I'm sure if, he if could. If someone said, you know, come on, just say... You know, welcome to the Outback Restaurant. You know, could he could he could he do it in an Aussie voice? Good day. Um, His name isn't even Rick Springfield. Yeah, it's Richard Springthorpe. I like that name. You got to yeah. go back to that kind of like AKA John Mellencamp. Right, and he just turned fifty six this summer, August fifty six. So, um, interesting, interesting stuff. He he had a recording career for a long time in Australia. They moved all around, lived all over England and things like that. Um, just for the heck of it, took some acting classes. And um, signed a contract with Universal Studios in 1980. Got on a couple of TV programs in the 70s and stuff. He was on episodes of like The Rockford Files, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman. Six Million Dollars. Yeah, he sure was Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, he just did some little bit parts on TV, and then he scored the Battlestar role Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. You, you know, I would know yeah. that. What was the name of the little critter on Battlestar Galactica? Muff- it was Muffet. No, who was? Wasn't there a Twinkie? What was Twinkie? That was on um, Buck Rogers. Ah. <sighs> Don't invite me to that um, podcast. <laughs> oh, that's a good podcast idea, though. Science fiction from the eighties. Then he scores the role as Doctor Noah Drake <laughs> on General Hospital. Um, it gets very, very popular. 
uh, had already like been recording that working class dog, which we all think of as like his debut album, but it was actually like his like seventh album or Correct, something yeah. by the time. The working class dog comes out. It's got the single Jesse's Girl, which we've heard. It also had on it. I've done everything for you. Um, after that, uh, like the next year, they he already put out that success hasn't spoiled me yet with that very clever album cover with the dog and he's handing the champagne to the dog uh, in the back the seat of the limo. limo. Yeah. That's his dog. Isn't that's it? his dog. That's Ron. The, that's Ron. Ron, can I he, tell my Ron story? Sure, I would love it. All right, real quick, uh, and I'm sure a lot of you saw the VH1 behind the music on uh, very bitter Rick Springfield, but he does tell the story about Ron, this dog who he was very emotionally attached to. Well, Ron, Ron passed away a little while ago, and Rick said that after the dog had died, that he was sitting by the fire one night mourning this dog, and he saw the dog in the flames. He saw the dog's ghost. This is true. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the dog... This is what Rick says is true. Then the dog <laughs> turned into an eagle, and my sure. apologies, and he flew up the, the, the chimney. Sure. No, you know, I, I hope I got that story right, but there was some sort of eagle in there. But I'm pretty sure the dog turned into an eagle and flew up the chimney. And then VH1 shows Rick crying. I don't know. I'm still upset. Well, about I understand the whole being thing. close to your pets. He's a little weird though. He's, here's a quote. According to Rick, although he has passed, Ron is still part of his life. This is the quote. I have a corporation still named after him. My publishing is named after him. And my touring corporation is named after him. So he really loved Ron a lot. And you can find lots of pictures of. Ron everywhere. A working class dog has Ron. Ron is in, uh, you know, the cover of The Success Hasn't Spoiled Me Yet. The album which had on it the hits Don't Talk to Strangers. Don't talk to hey. strangers. I love that song. I'd love to hear it right now, actually. Would you? Can we? <laughs> Maestro. No, if you don't will. you want to hear us keep singing right. it? Don't. No, maybe we should hear Rick Springfield sing it. Here we go. Cue it up, Maestro. Classic. So good. He's so great. You know, it's, he's like, I had a chance to see him one time in, uh, I think it was Tunica, Mississippi, you know, that where they have all the casinos oh, right there. Right. And he was, he was playing a show there, and I was there, you know, gambling. And he was, he, my friend wouldn't go. I was over with a guy friend. He was just like, no way am I going to go see Rick Springfield. I'm like, okay. But I really wanted to see him. And I had a chance to see him in Vegas, too. Oh, at the effects. Effects alive. And he came after David Cassidy, right? Yeah. And uh, I didn't get a chance. I just, Screwed up and didn't see him there either. Now he's now that show's closed. But so. if you saw him in effects, he wouldn't be busting out like um, Affair of the Heart or no. Human Touch or anything. He'd be we like some sorcerer touch. doing. There's we should talk about Human Touch and his third. Uh, well, it wasn't the third album. It was like his ninth album. Um, 1983's Living in Oz, the Human Touch, those kinds of songs on that album. That um, the critics finally softened up on him a little bit with that album because even though it featured lots of synthesizers and things like that, which back in 1983, as we remember, were very, very popular with New Wave and all these British bands bringing in keyboards and synthesizers. He didn't like it so much. His guitar, his music was all pretty guitar-driven, if you recall. And um, he added some of those elements to Living in Oz, but with commentaries with songs like Human Touch saying, you know, we, we all need a human touch. We, you know, he was kind of like like giving his own opinion about the technology in the world and things like that. Um, those songs, An Affair of the Heart was another big song on that. Those songs were all featured. And these were all three albums in a row, of course. 1981 
Working Class Dog, 1982, Success Hasn't Spoiled Me Yet, 1983, Living in Oz. And this is all while he's on General Hospital playing Dr. Noah Drake. The very next year, what comes out is first feature film ever, Sean. Uh, you better love somebody. Hard to hold. Hard to hold. Hard to hold. And I want to know if it's on DVD. Tell me, Steve, is it on DVD yet? I don't know. It wasn't I doubt, I doubt very... it's a too that, but I remember Patty Hansen. I was, what year did that come out? 84. 84. I was 14 years old, and I remember Patty Hansen was in that, who was currently married at the time. I think she might still be with him, Keith Richards. Keith Richards. Richards. I believe and they she are was so together. Just dirty and kind of skanky, but still hot. Sexy. And I say that in a positive way. I'm complimenting yeah. her. Who is, who she was she my favorite. Band? Oh, was she in the band? Was she in his band? That was his girlfriend in the maybe, band. Maybe, but I think he had slept with her, and then he dumps her maybe, and then goes with that totally non It's not a very woman. difficult block to do. Diana Lawson, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wasn't she like prim and proper? And then she had never heard of him. She fell for his animalistic urges. Oh, yeah. Is that that's what it right. Was? That's right. I have a good Affair story about this movie. The heart, all that like, stuff. I want to hear Steve's story. Yeah, I would like I to hear I always have a story about everything. It always ends up making me sound lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie comes out in 84, and I actually wanted to go see it. And uh, I asked this girl, I think it was, I ended up going to the problem with this girl named Audra. And so I, we're going out on, this, on our first date. And we're going to go see a movie and ask her, well, what do you want to see? She's like, I don't care. Whatever you want to see. Well, I want to go see Hard to Hold. She goes, okay, fine. So we go see it, and we're watching it. And, and she's like, oh, this next part's great. I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute. You've already seen this movie? I go, <laughs> I go, no, it gets better. I go, when did you see this movie? Uh, today. Oh, my God. She had seen it earlier oh, in the day. Oh, she must have really liked she, you. Had she seen it with a guy she liked more than I think than she saw it like, with her sister. Yeah, sure but, she did. But... Uh, <laughs> That's at least, cute. At least let me hold on to that shred of dignity. <laughs> That's nice. So that was. Hey, can horrible. we run like can we run like really sad music underneath all Steve's oh. stories? Oh man! All right. So uh, well, that was nice. She wanted. She really did. Actually, Gina's right. Gina put a positive spin on it. To this day, she, though, if you're when, willing when I, to go see a movie anytime, yeah. after that, though, anytime I ever ask someone to a movie, I always say, "You haven't seen this before, right?" <laughs> Today. Wow. <laughs> Today. Just, that that recently, really burned you. It's stuck in my mind for what twenty one years. A little, now. a little side note, real quick. Do kids still go to movies like we did? We would see the same movie like five, six times, right? Yeah. Do kids still I think do that? There are choices now. Well, back then I there were more right. theaters in the theaters. Remember, well, we only had like three or six theaters in our malls, and now there's actually, like a hundred and fifty different. I was going to say the fact that tickets are eighteen dollars, well, well, but yeah. I think well, that, that the, you're right. There are more choices. What was the last movie you actually saw in the movie theater more than once? Do you remember? Wow, um, it was probably something like. I don't know, Monsters, Inc., which I reviewed it. I probably reviewed it for a newspaper, and then I, I took Jen to go see it. I want to say it was Four Weddings and a Funeral. <laughs> wow. Cue that sad music. I think we got another story coming. <laughs> Let's story. also read that Auden prayer now. <laughs> no, I, just, I, think um, I, went, I think I went with a girlfriend, and then I took my mom What was her name? Oh, Molly Sherman. <laughs> oh, your girlfriends usually have really cool names. Audra. That's a little different. Uh, um, yeah, she had a wife named Audra, too. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what? Was it the same one? No. Oh, a different girl. Um, wow. Okay, speaking of movies, this is kind of interesting. Uh, the first love of his life. Do you guys know who it is? I do. Who? Oh, shoot. Is it Linda Blair? It was Linda Blair of Exorcist. You know what's oh, creepy? You know, the age difference is creepy. He, he was, was 25, 25 and she was like 15. 15. Oh, God. This and then the she 70s. went on to date who? Rick James. Super freak. That's right. Did Linda you? Blair was messed up. Yeah, she's Jeez. got some really funky stories. I know that there's a website called the Six Six Degrees of Separation with Rick Springfield, where he's he's got almost as many connections as Kevin Bacon. If you, I did see a little something about that on there. Because between his acting career and his movie and his music career, it's you know. 
I have, a, I have a question for you. The um, Kevin Bacon is coming to town with the Bacon Brothers, his yes. brother, to perform. I interviewed And them somebody once. offered me an interview with Kevin Bacon. My Do question it. He's is, fun. He's a real does fun. that mean that now I am part of yes. the game? Yes, you are. Can you have like six degrees of Kevin Bacon? And you're like, well, from Kathleen Turner to Sean Daly to Kevin Bacon. You I don't know how are. you connect me to Kathleen Turner. Again, that's my childhood fantasies coming out. But I'm curious <laughs> if I become like an official answer I think now. So. Maybe I not. Think okay, so. I'm babbling. Let's You're both a part of it already. I have more songs I want to sing. Well, okay, then sideline for sideline um, for many, many years, starting in the late '80s, because of severe depression, Mr. Springfield. I guess he had a bad ATV accident too. Like that's all-terrain vehicle for those of you all like up on your rockstar should not drive. And ATVs. then he had like a real bad severe depression, and he just kind of like went out of the limelight for a little while, but bounced back. Someone told me he bounced back after the VH1 behind the music. Maybe because his dog was flying like <laughs> fly, fly like, like an eagle. eagle. Yeah, this is another interesting quote from him. For those of you who want to um, make fun and point fingers at him for going back to being Dr. Noah Drake again, I don't know how you could find any fault in that. But he, you know, in the Hard to Hold movie did pretty much suck. So um, he's done some other questionable acting things. But this is a quote. He seems to be well aware of his questionable acting gigs. I've always been something of a whore with my acting, but never my music. So he takes his music much more seriously, which I remind you was the first love and acting kind of came as a sort of little thing he wanted to try out. But let's talk about other actors. We were talking, discussing this. Right. He's not the only actor slash musician. I mean, we but all I mean, we all know that's the, very, very popular. But he is by popular. far the best. Well, there, he has had a, another doctor on staff there at General Hospital, Jack Wagner. He was a doctor. Uh, put out that really stinky, stinky, stinky song. Um, all I need. All no. I need. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't such wow. a great song. That Steve was a really high notes. That uh, was a really, really bad song. But that's because I, mean, I got the Journey shirt on. So <laughs> yeah, you do. I'm, you are sporting the Journey. I'm channeling, I'm channeling Steve. Did you get that from eight, uh, what, 80s tees, whatever it's called. I got off the Journey website. And we were talking about Kevin Bacon earlier. I just finished reading yesterday at my acupuncturist office an interview with Kevin Bacon in a new magazine called Breathe, where he was saying if there's one thing people hate is when actors start bands. But he was making the case for himself, too, like Rick Springfield, that he loved music since he was little, and he plays guitar every day. He's always played guitar. And he can't help it that he's been, you know, he's a really good actor, loves to act. But he, and, you know, apparently his band with his brother, Michael Bacon, I think is his name. Francis, I think. No, it's not Francis, it's not Francis Bacon. Bacon. It's oh, Sir, Sir something. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, I mean, they're good, and they're taken pretty seriously as musicians. But, like, with guys like Jack Wagner, and I'm, I apologize to Jack Wagner fans and to Jack himself if he takes his music really, really seriously. David Soul. David Soul had sorry. a hit. Keith Carradine. Well, in there's the also 70s. Patrick Swayze too. Uh, Patrick you know, Swayze. Patrick Swayze, fair enough actor, I suppose. Good little I dancer, but that horrible, horrible. She's like the wind. She's like you the know? wind from the movie uh, Dirty Dancing. I, I prefer Isn't Break Like the Wind, like our favorite <laughs> '80s mockumentary well, band, Spinal that. Tap. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's an interesting question: Dirty Dancing, good movie, bad movie? Which? Well, I don't know. I have a, a schlocky and a horrible movie, but I think everybody kind of digs it in a really grotesque, weird way. Like bad movie, bad movie. But <laughs> a high school girlfriend named Natalie Diffenbaugh, she saw. <laughs> you Dirty make Dancing. these people no, up. No, they don't exist. And I think she's married now. 
But um, and I hope she, she married just to change her name. Shout out to Natalie. Oh, don't say that. She's she's nice. But she, I remember she went when we were first started dating. She said Dirty Dancing made her kind of feel randy, and I thought that was really good. So news. you went twice in one so day. I first I with Audra, <laughs> get the no. Audra was. His. I know. I'm kid- That's the joke. That's very protective funny. of Natalie. Different by. Wasn't the nicest boyfriend. But anyway, Dirty Dancing. She's like, oh, it makes me feel you know randy. I don't think she said randy, but. You know, I just like the I just so like the saucy? line. I like the line. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Sure, it's great. But let me. Can we get back to Rick Springfield? Oh sure, real sure, quick? sure. We talked just, about she's like. I really, I, I really do like Rick Springfield a lot. Really, There's no irony clear. to my statement right now that I, I really, really do like him. I think he wrote great songs. I think some of the Souls. Songs I love wonderful. the song Souls. I like that. Um, and we're talking about human touch. And remember, the beginning starts off with like it sounds like a Galaga game. Doot, doot, you know, it's like really yeah, cheesy. Yeah, and I think he wanted but it. Then he like cl- that. he bursts through a wall of technology to find real emotion. Exactly, touch it's me. Beautiful. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, it's like the exact opposite of Mr. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, what I, kind of fool am I? That'd be a good battle. And I like. Just talk to strangers. I just like you better songs. love somebody. To me, that's my favorite Rick Springfield. Song. It's also your motto, isn't it? That's right. Oh, that, I don't he know has that's a tattooed over his heart. Am I supposed to be offended by that? I don't even no. know. <laughs> that's a nice motto. Okay, well, I guess so. I, I, like, I just like it. It was a good, it's a bad movie, but it was a good song. Have we heard it yet? Did we sing it already? Love somebody. We've all been singing it and stuff, but maybe we should let Rick sing it for himself. Yeah, we all need a break. Yeah. Come on, Rick. Sing us a tune. You See what I mean? It's a great song. Awesome song. Makes me feel funny inside. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the burrito talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. might be. Might be. Well, Rick Springfield, uh, that was a long time ago. That's 21 years ago for that song. But he's he's got a new album out now, doesn't he, Sean? What's it called? It is called The Day After Yesterday. And let's just hope that it's better than 2004's Shock, Denial, Anger, Acceptance. Wait, what was it called? The new one? No, the, the old one. Shock, Shock slash denial slash anger slash acceptance. Have you heard Man. that? Have you heard that album? Uh, not only have I heard it, but I reviewed it for the Washington Post, and let's just say it was vitriolic. Wow. El- Obama it was acerbic. Wow. And it was. Uh, Those are some sucky. big words to me, and it's did, really mad. It was, angry, you know, there's like it was just so angry and bitter. I mean, it made like Why fifty. So mad? Se- it made like fifty cents sound like Mr. Did Rogers. You, did you use those wow. words in your review? Fifty cents sound like Mr. Rogers. I I might have. And, like, there was no, like, real joyous, heartwarming power pop. There might have been one song uh, that he, he kind of has fun, but it's really, like, this bizarre. And it's, like, a, a Rick Springfield concept album. Wow. Just rock me, Rick. Yeah. So it wasn't you know? quite like Mr. The... Roboto was for sticks or anything? <laughs> no. no, this one is just hateful. I mean, he really – I we didn't, I don't know how much we really talked about it, but I guess this marriage, this breakup really messed them up. Wow. And, and Ron died, too, yeah. the dog. <laughs> yeah, the dog, even though the dog's an eagle now. You know, I, I can't bad. fly Rick, away. Rick Springfield Rick should always troubles. be happy. He should be he's a happy a, guy. He's a happy guy. Well, maybe so maybe the day after go... yesterday, maybe that's what he's saying with that. Yeah, the, yeah he's by, moved on. Let's just break it down in the postmodern sense. Right. That maybe what he's saying is that, you know, hey, it's a new day after yesterday. We are really spending a lot of energy on Rick Springfield. <laughs> I know. This is funny. I hope the um, return to General Hospital and the return to... Dr. Noah Drake and all of his shenanigans is going to be... Yeah, we wish you well, Rick. If there's we anything do. more we can do for you, you yeah, let Rick, us know. Rick, call in. Call in, Rick. Call it. We email. love you, buddy. 
blog us. There's a lot of us from back in the day that still think you wrote some great tunes, and we'll do anything we can for you. Yeah, and I'd <laughs> like to thank Molly Sherman and Natalie Diffenbaugh yeah. for some really good mileage out of these, uh, well... Somewhat How many more podcasts jokes. can we build with our <laughs> ex-girlfriend stories? I know. You and I are really sad. I, know, I haven't even gotten started. <laughs> we just turned this into a dating show. Yeah, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Rick, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. In the meantime, we'll be here still, stuck in the 80s. Bye. Well, I'm giving up all of this time. Me and my friends, we'll do just fine. I've done Stuck in the 80s is produced by the online department of the St. Petersburg Times and TBT. The podcast is engineered and edited by Dave Morrison. If you'd like to write to us, do so at 80s.tampabay at gmail.com. If you want to leave a comment for us that we can use on our podcast, call us toll-free at 866-371-9605 and visit our blog at www.tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s. For you.